Faye, they're here to talk about their new production, Iron Bound, which is on at Q44 in Abbotsford Convent. Uh, so do you want to take us through a bit about what it is about? Yes, absolutely. So this play actually follows one central character and her interactions with three men. Will plays one of those men. And he's what we might call a random stranger, but nonetheless has a profound impact on Daria. And the way the play is structured is that it, is, it has a strong narrative, but it's a non-linear narrative structure. So we jump in and out of her life. And so in many ways, it's much like a jigsaw puzzle. And the audience is putting the pieces together to finally construct this picture of who this woman is. And does it come to a conclusion at the end? Well, yes. Look, I suppose somebody asked me what I thought the play was about, you know, what its central theme was. And when I thought about it, I came up with the notion of redemption, which always sounds, you know, a little grandiose. But it's redemption in the sense that this woman finally sees her life in perspective and when she's able to do that she's actually able to move forward and her circumstances are such that she's you know that's a luxury we often don't think about that but the opportunity to stand back reflect and think about okay this is what's happened how might I change that that's a luxury that um, I think perhaps all of us in this room can enjoy mm. but many people cannot because life forces them into a situation where they're always reactive and so for Daria, that's how she's been up until this point, and we hope that by the end of the play, things have changed. Mm. And, uh, Will, what motivated you to become part of the production? So I work a lot with Q44 Theatre Company, mm -hmm. um, and I've um, both been a student and studied there and performed in their main stage seasons over the last four to five years. So I'm actively involved in the theatre company as well. I mm. do lots of other things. Um, but uh, we choose different plays for our main stage seasons every year and um, fortunately the character of Vic um, suited uh, both my age and um, I guess my temperament, the director can talk about <laughs> casting, but um, yeah, uh, and it's always a privilege because especially something like this, which is the Australian premiere of the play, um, and it's only been done um, in the States and was originated by Rattlestick Theatre in in New York, so um, with such a fresh piece of theatre, it's always very exciting. And um, you know, I grew up doing theatre, and I love it. So being a part of it and being able to do something that's never been done in Australia before is extra exciting. Hmm. Mm. And so, Suzanne, I guess the question now back to you is: Why was Will the perfect person to play? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no Suzanne. <laughs> uh, because he was, <laughs> um, and. You know, people have a certain energy about them which suits a role or does not. And the other thing, when you're casting something, you don't cast in isolation. Each component piece needs to work with the other pieces. And so it was a really good fit. And um, Will is a delight to work with. And, mm -hmm. you know, and you actually, it's very interesting when you talk to people who've been in a company like ours for a long time. That's got a lot to do with things because if you work well together and you have the same creative vision, then life is actually a pleasure rather than um, exceedingly stressful. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yes. And um, I read that the tagline for the play is all the 
sort of, I guess, main summary is what's most important in this life is this thing you have what no one can take from you. Can you explain that? Yeah. (laughs) So this is actually a quote from one of the characters in the play, Max. And he is someone, the the two characters, Daria and Max, come to America from Poland. And they come in that period between the beginnings of the Solidarity Movement and Poland moving from under the Soviet yoke to democracy. But that actually took a long time. It was a good 10 years. And during that time, life there was pretty unpredictable and difficult. So they come to America in search of this American dream. He is a musician. And he thinks that he will come to America and he will, his music will, it, all his aspirations to his music will be fulfilled. And of course, what they find is that life's really tough. They're working in this awful factory in New Jersey, living in a basement apartment in New Jersey. I mean, it's the antithesis of the American dream, mm. but he's got his music. And whatever shit life can throw at you, mm-hmm. they can't take his music away. So that's the essence of that quote. And so everyone in the play is searching for that in many ways. That's something what no one can take from you. So I'm guessing that the story resonates with you in a profound way then, Suzanne. It does, actually, which Mm. I can't tell you why in terms of any logic. Mm. I'm not the child of migrants and I haven't had that experience, but it does resonate with me in a very profound way. And is that sort of that... Um, sort of nothing can take, no one can take that away from you. Is that what you want audiences to take away? Is there a message that, or what they should feel when they leave? Well, what I love about theatre is that it it is totally open to interpretation. So we have a very definite idea, and of course we've talked about the theme of redemption, and so a lot of our choices um, creatively um, support that and surround it. But in terms of what individual um, audience members can take away, that's part of the magic of theatre. So uh, certainly... um, yeah, sharing the human condition, putting the human condition um, on display so that, you, you know, that's our job as actors and storytellers. So uh, absolutely I want audiences to be impacted by the story and to maybe be challenged to think about things in different ways um, and without giving too much of the story away where they might feel entrapped in their lives or where they can make a change like Daria um, starts to see her way through. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that would be what I would hope audiences take away or, uh, I, you know, they're able to be challenged and inspired um, by our storytelling. And it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's the good. play for all its bleak circumstances, <laughs> you know, it's literally set on a bus stop in a New Jersey wasteland and the characters are not having a good time in their lives. But she writes with such humanity and such humour. I mean, we sit in rehearsal and we laugh out loud and we've heard the same line 20,000 times and we still laugh because it's so truthful and I think a lot of audiences will identify. You know, even though their actual circumstances of their lives might be vastly different, I think you would be hard-pressed to find someone who has not been in one of those conversations at some point in their life. And have you had a chance to perform to an audience or a private screening yet? No, no. We're actually previewing two days before we open and that will be our... Oh, no, we're actually having an invited audience in for our dress rehearsal, so that will be our first Mm. experience of how it affects people outside the cast, yeah. Mm. It's interesting that it's at a bus stop. I feel like (laughs) you're so right. Like, people 
if that's the premise, people mm. sit at the bus stop and you have conversations. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and that sort of notion of, of life passing you by or you're in this moment between, you know, whether it's work and going home, but it's so symbolic of, you know, where to next kind of that thing. Middle, so yeah. That middle yeah. place. In yeah. transit, yeah. you know, and who moves forward. And there's quite a bit of discussion in the play about people moving or not moving. Yeah, and, um, and, and the genius yeah. of the writing is, as yeah. I mentioned before, the episodic nature when we jump forward and back in time throughout Value of Life really supports that. So the structure and the story are, are um, supporting each other in that. Do you have a particular mm. moment that, without giving much away, is there a particular story that you relate to? Um, I am going to take that question and say my favourite bit to do is I get to rap in the show. So oh. everyone out there is listening to, to a white guy who's Can you give us a preview? <laughs> no, you definitely have to come and see it. But uh, yeah, and, and, and the stage direction just before this happens is um, Vic uh, launches into a rap explosion. And so it's this real kind of um, uh, comes out of nowhere moment and, uh, and it's such a joy to perform. But it, uh, you know, Suzanne talked about the humor as well. But it's this just wonderful moment that uh, the character gets to celebrate this kind of part of himself that he's never shown anyone before. Mm. So that's, uh, you know, and I think we all have that, you know, those, those things yeah. that we love and, you know, whether it's those bathroom mirror kind of singing moments <laughs> or whatever it is. And, and yeah, so that's and my she And thing. she's a, a total stranger. So, of course, that's what gives him permission. And she's never seen anything like this. So she just looks at him like, what planet is you from? You know, and he does it, which is also a beautiful moment. And those two characters bond in a really profound way. And yet they only interact with each other for that 30 minutes in their whole lifetime. And there's never any suggestion that they're going to meet again or anything like that. Because the function that they would have fulfilled in each other's journey, that occurred in that 35 minutes. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And we often hear these stories too, like people are sitting together on a plane or, you know, perhaps are on the train together and they feel like opening up because there's yeah. this sense that I'm never going to see you again. I may as well spill all the beans. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like such yeah. a great show. Can you just remind us again? Yes. Yeah. So uh, Q44 and mm. we are located in the Sacred Heart Building of the Abbotsford Convent and the season begins on May the 16th. Mm. And it runs for three weeks. Okay. Is, is there a website we can go to for more information? Sure is. That is www.q44.com.au. Oh, you've got it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Suzanne.